0: all right hello out there in twitch and podcast land how are you all fine people tonight i am solo 15 i'm here with my good friend Zareth. and Zareth, we have a fun week tonight how are you doing
1: <laughs> i'm doing well solo i'm uh i feel I'm feeling a little beleaguered by by outside concerns but um you know work is in a crazy state uh state of uh whatever it at this time of year is very busy for me so
0: yeah
1: um that being said i'm excited to talk some galaxy of heroes how are you tonight solo
0: i am doing well i am glad the first week is over quite honestly um
1: yeah, it's so awkward.
0: It really, it really is. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I forgot how to GAC this week, <laughs> or five v five I should say. I forgot how to five v five this week.
1: Oh yeah, and right now I'm like, well, if we went back to three v three, I'd probably be okay again. <laughs> but like at the the further we get into five v five, the less okay I would be with three v three. Like yeah. I, we've we've talked about it before. Of like, what if what if we could just have like one week of five v five no ships, then a week of five v five with ships, <laughs> then a week of three v three, you know, like just kind of mix and match here and there, and or or you could even have it so that every week has like one three v three match in it. <laughs> so I mean, I, I'm not saying I really love any of these ideas, but. I always wonder like what would our level of preparedness be if that was our reality if we had that
0: oh god only knows um like i think it sounds like such a cool idea and then in practice i think i would be behind the scenes mother effing everybody because i can never can never you know settle into a pattern um which I kind of like because it's usually by like week three where I'm like, all right, man, I'm feeling good about this. I'm, I'm hitting my groove. And then, you know, you finish strong. Um, in fact, historically, most of my losses usually come in week one or week two. Uh, so if we switch this every week, I think I would be going eight and four quite often.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think you need to be able to focus. Actually, not not just you. I mean, just like in general, I think that people, at least that's how I'm wired. I, if I can just focus down one thing, like I, honestly, I, I think I the best I would do in it. Like if I could just choose the schedule that was just based off of how I would even how my best results would be, which I don't even think I would choose because I don't. I don't think that uh, would be best for the game necessarily, but I would go two weeks of three v three, then two weeks of five v five, or or maybe you know I, I would I would choose to have longer terms in each of them. Yeah. Though so two, uh, sorry, I say two weeks, I meant two seasons. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say two weeks I don't think is enough, but two seasons, like do back-to-back, then switch, back-to-back, switch. Right. I would be good with that. I, I I think I would like that because, like I said, I hit my groove in week three or four. And so then if I can oh. just be in my groove for an entire four-week season, I would be quite happy with that.
1: Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> Cause that first week, man, it's, it's a really awkward phase of like, what teams are there again? And it's been a <laughs> month and we've made some significant progress on our rosters usually. So it's like, right. how do we, how do we integrate all these changes? And, you know, some of the things are modded a little differently. So like, it, it's, it's just tricky. So you've, you spend your first week and then maybe even your second week kind of feeling it out. And then, like you said, you hit your groove in week three or week four, and then CG's like, oh, we're changing, you know, switch mindsets. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll play. I'll, I guess I'll play efficiency now, because it's three v
0: three. Right. Uh, I mean, it's complete a complete switch between three and three three v three and five v five.
1: Well, yeah, I, I said in my recap yeah. today. What's that?
0: I I, I was just I, I mean it just compl- I play completely different.
1: Fair. I said in my recap today for like GA center, you know, they asked for a recap for how we did the week in this week. Yep. And I said, I said, like, I like three V three because I get to play efficiency play, which, you know, I get to take most of my galactic legends. We get to try for some gaudy scores and trip your opponent up. And like, that's kind of the preferred method in three V three. So I don't pull my hair out doing stupid off meta counters that have low win percentages.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um, you know, so that that's how I like to play in three V three, you know, kind of fast and loose, like still have a tough defense. I mean, I, I feel like my defenses were generally like really tough to beat, but uh, then five V five is my chance to just play a few defense.
0: Yeah. Except for, we'll talk about it later, but I started the season off saying like, Oh, I'm going to play an FU defense on uh, the first match. And I, I played way too hard of an FU defense, and met, I mean, I won, and I, my opponent didn't clear me. But good lord, did I not have enough offense with me? Like, the second, my second fight was like, okay, I need to tone this back just a little bit, just rein it in a little,
1: just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I mean, I. I just like I just like being able to being able to do the you know the few stuff. I I like you. Your match. Uh, I I understand your level of discomfort and you, you don't like it. I think that that's kind of my like that is my level of comfort though. Like that's my comfort zone in a way. Is just having that those slugfest matches. Like I've just been doing it for long enough now that it, it's kind of like I'm just. I don't know. I, I can do I can do better uh, at in that. Like that's kind of my element. Like can I find a, a way to three shot a team after I've four shot a team previously? I mean it's it's ugly, but I think for me, that's that's the kind of thing I like to do. Like that's that's been that's been the thing I've been gaining more and more momentum at as a player.
0: Uh yeah, I just don't trust I don't trust slogs you know when I when I go in and clear for like 21-23 um, I can wake up the next day and if my opponent hadn't attacked I feel comfortable I'm like all right will you just attack when I score like twenty ninety four, um, it's just miserable <laughs> Like, I, you know, you're sitting there like, all right, is he going to full clear me? He hasn't attacked yet. Oh, am I going to lose this? Like for the entire day. And it just makes my next day um, painful.
1: Well, and you're right about that. I mean you go in and you post some hideous score. You're like, wow, I literally could have, if I'd been more efficient, I could have scored like a hundred points more than that. But, I, <laughs> right. but I, That was like a true slog. But, and you're like, I don't think he can clear me.
0: But, right. You but st- what if he can? <laughs> <laughs> you start doing that justification in your head. Like, um, all right. So he has this, this, and this. There's no way he can beat this team. When really in the back of your head, it's like, uh, he can beat that team, but I'm going to tell myself he can't just to make myself yeah. happy.
1: Yeah, you're like, uh I, I mean, maybe he doesn't know that counter. That's the thing. That's the way I trick myself. I'm like, man, I, you know, oh, well, he could beat me this way, but I, I bet he's not a good enough player. He doesn't know that counter, so he's probably not going to do that. I bet he'll go for the more default thing. Yeah. Which isn't being honest, but you know, you, you got to get by. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right?
1: <clears throat> no, it's uh five v five is fun. The, the slugfest, slugfest. I mean, here's the thing, though. I and you, we've talked about it before. Like, you you can't just play efficiency your whole lo- your whole life. You, you can if you want. Right. Um, like, if you want to play winning, if you want to play winning GAC, like once in five v five once you get to a certain GP level uh, a range or whatever, uh, roster level, you're going to have to start, you're going to have to start, um, playing like harder defenses, like things yeah. that trip people up and every, like, they not, not just trip people up, like actually get holds consistently, you know, here or there, like cause significant issues with your opponent's roster. And, um, you know, I, I remember, the, like, my, my breaking point was I was playing, all, you know, all the efficiency stuff. And I remember scoring, like, this really great score on a guy who had gotten, he'd, he'd had 20-some wins in a row, consecutive wins. Like, I think he had over two full seasons where he had, was undefeated. And so I went in, and, and I was like, man, I got to beat him. This is going to be great. You know, like, I've got all the teams. And so I, I posted this crazy score, like, really close to the soft max. And I was like, there's just no way he's going to beat me. And then he ended up scoring so many points. Like he ended up getting one banner less than me when all was said and done. I woke up and I thought, I thought that like, I could, I didn't have my glasses on and I thought that the digit that he had was one higher than mine instead of one lower. And I was like, I like my stomach dropped out. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I've played perfectly. And I almost lost. Like I I can't do this anymore. And the next day, (laughs) <laughs> the, the next guy scouted me I'm sure was really surprised when I like posted the most fu defense I'd ever posted in my life.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I uh, my alt used to play efficiency uh, a lot more like a lot more once I start once I got my second galactic legend I could settle into a tougher defense but when I only had one, I had to play efficiency because my matchmaking GP was affected by you know all the G13 to get that one. And I didn't have a rounded out roster. Not not enough. So I had to play efficiency. And let me tell you, there were some times where, like, I would score 21-33. And there was legitimate chances I was going to lose. Like, I missed six off the soft max. And I might lose this. I can't live with this life.
1: Yeah, I just couldn't do it. I mean... I think it's actually uh, in the early game. I think that efficiency play is going to be better if you can trust your own skill. Because, uh, yeah. like with Prevail Man, that's kind of what I do. You know, in Division Eight, I, I po- I've been posting some decent defensive teams. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, so in, in a race where you both have to take out mediocre teams, so you're both going to get one shot full clears who do you trust more to get a better full clear, like a more efficient one? And at that, in Division 8, I would say me. I I trust myself because I have more experience. I have the experience of a four-year-old in this game, you know, as opposed to, like, you know, a couple-month-year-old, whatever. So (laughs) that sounds so so preposterous, Uh, a (laughs) four-year-old. I'm so wise. (laughs) But, um, I, I mean, so... So it, it kind of shifts after a while, though, because people start getting more efficient. They start learning these teams and you start getting these efficiency specialists where they you're like, man, if they can trap me into using the wrong matchups and stuff like it, that I just didn't think of, then things start getting really dicey really fast. And so I, I don't know, like it, there's this transition point and my, my alt is going through it right now where I'm starting to place... Uh, like a stronger and stronger defense because the people I'm facing are more sophisticated and they know more counters. Yeah. So I have to place uh, a less just like blunt, obvious defense. And you've already gone through that transition with your alt. I remember you used to place Ewoks every time and now you don't.
0: To be fair, that Ewok team had a top 35 Paplu on it.
1: (laughs) It it did, which is awesome.
0: (laughs) But yes, yes. uh, It, it, That was was my efficiency days, and that was me trying to catch them off guard so that if I screwed up, you know, hopefully they would screw up. And it it got three to four holds every time, um, every season. But that wasn't against the best players. That was against the people I probably would have beaten anyway.
1: Right. Well, yeah, now – and now we're in 5v5 at the 7.5 million mark, or that, that's where I'm at. You're maybe a little, yeah. little less than that, but not, not too far behind. Um, <clears throat> and I i just find myself, I'm like, I placed about as tough a defense as I could fathom, frankly, like this is about as good as you could hope for. And then I went and attacked and I full cleared my opponent and I still have like three or four very serviceable teams that went completely unused I actually had in my second match it occurred like I had Jedi Master Luke and I, I just kept like I kind of the way I do things is like whittle things down over time you know like I, I beat like the toughest teams first you know the most tricky ones yeah. and problematic and move my way through it and so at the end like when there was three teams left I was like you know what I have Jedi Master Luke but he's the least efficient of my <laughs> options right now So instead of using him, I'll use like, I I forget exactly, but it's like, I'll use troopers and I'll use bounty hunters, you know, I'll get sixties instead of using him and maybe getting, you know, potentially 55 if if they do an AOE at the wrong time.
0: Yeah. I didn't use Vader. I I didn't use Vader. I think twice this round. (laughs) how, How nuts is that to not use Vader twice when, I mean, he was a staple. I, and the other time I used Vader, the one time I used Vader, he wa- it was like Treya, Nihilus, Scion, Sith Eternal. Uh, or no, not Sith Eternal. Sith Empire Trooper. And then it was like, huh, I need a fifth uh, Sith to go on this team. Well, I guess I'll use Vader. Like, I might as well. Like, how, how nuts is that? Um, in December... When we had the 5v5 in December, Vader was like my second best attack team. And now I'm not using him just because Watt went with Sith Eternal. And it's like, oh, well, all right. What am I going to do with Vader now? And Piet, you know, went with Troopers because why well, give up the 60, the easy 60 you can get with Troopers and Piet. So it's just kind of like, here, go, go find a side piece, Vader. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's, it's bizarre, man. I mean, I haven't quite gotten to that level, but I know for you, a lot of times, like you want to use geos, you're, you're looking for ways to use geos. And, um, you know, for me, I'm always like, if I find a hybrid, like geo plus something else team that I can just use to consistently get high banners, I'm to the point where I don't even see that as a sacrifice. Like, cause I, they, I, they went unused in 3v3 for me a lot of times, like, yeah you know, and I'd still post really high scores. It's just, I've gotten, I've fallen out of the habit of using them. And now I just don't, it's like, I don't need them. It's so weird. I, I mean, the, the easy fix to this, of course, like we've been saying forever, we need a new division or two, like people have been saying, like, just make three new divisions and makes, makes something. So we don't have to worry about it for a long time.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, the GA Center guys, they broke it up um, What 4.5 to 5.5, 5.5 to 6.5, and then 6.5 plus. That's not bad. Um, I might do 4.5 to 5.75, then 5.75 to 6.75 and up, or 5.75 to 7, sorry, and then 7 up. Just make the divisions a little bit bigger because there will be GP growth going on. But I don't know if they have the numbers in each division for that. Because, you know, you need you need realistically at least 60,000 in each division. So I, I don't know how many are over 7 million right now.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it, I mean, it's one of those things where... <clears throat> you know, like one of the big disconnects in politics, I feel like, and don't worry, I'm not gonna get into any kind of specifics, but like you kind of, like these people, a lot of people and everyone's everyone's kind of at fault and not at fault at the same time. Like everyone sees their, their you know, perspective from, you know, tended from where they live from what their reality is. I, I remember, you know, and then people have have all these arguments, I guess to kind of get away from politics though, I can say like, I know that, When I was getting my master's degree and I'd just been in school my whole, you know, for a long time, I hadn't had like a quote unquote grown-up job yet, really, you know, not like a career kind of job. And I mean, I've been in the military and stuff, so I guess that counts, but. That that um, is a job. (laughs) It it totally is. And it's career track too, if you want it to be. (laughs) So, so I lied, but, (laughs) but, you know, like in the civilian world, at least, like I hadn't had. I had just been doing, doing my, um, you know, school. And so my perspective was like, man, everyone's got a bachelor's degree at least, like at (laughs) least, you know, and and like master's degrees are very common because that's, that's just the world I lived in. All the people I was friends with, all the people I hung out with, they were all students in various levels. And, you know, I was like, and a lot of people are doctors too. Like, that's just the reality of lawyers. And, you know, that was my whole. And so you know, it, it it ended up being, you know, I found out later, once I stepped in, like I had my master's degree and people were hiring really fast. And I was like, wow, that was crazy. Like, didn't you want to like interview all the other master's candidates too? You know, the people, other people who have <laughs> master's as well. And they're like, you're like the first person with a master's who's applied to this job for like five years, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, oh well damn like maybe i should have asked for more money but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean and so this is this really long-winded analogy of me just trying to say like we see things from our 7.5 million perch and we want things that are related to that like that's the stuff that we see is important um you know there are a lot of other game states a lot of other groups of people who see things, you know, from a slightly different and not, you know, totally not bad point of view.
0: Right, right. We are kind of spoiled when it comes to roster state. And when I say spoiled, I mean, it's not like it was given it to us, just we've put a lot of time and effort into this game. Um, but there are a lot of people that are like, I don't care about division one. Um, right so you know oh, yeah, they're, they're
1: like gl's what gl like what gl am i ever gonna have like there's right. a whole there's an entire huge subset of players out there who i've talked to they're like i'm I'm not going for a gl like i would take me at least like four months from where i'm at right now and, Like oh, yeah. my alts my alt is right there with them like i i am like equidistant from any gl like i i bet i have like at most two characters relict for any given galactic legend that might be a slight exaggeration but it's not far
0: (laughs) meanwhile my alt is going for its third right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and i'm secretly praying on my alt that we get a new gl announcement like in the next couple weeks because i am so far away from supreme leader kylo and i just i don't want to start going towards him i'm hoping we get a new gl announcement and it's like oh Solo, you are this much closer to these new GLs. Oh, thank God I don't have to go for Kylo. Not that I don't want Kylo, just when you go to swgh.gg and, and you look at like the gear needed screen and it says something like 1600 Chirotex and like 1500 oh, Carpontes and you're just like, that's like a year. <laughs> no, no, thank you.
1: Um, it's time to make us laugh or cry, potentially. Let's see right. what. Let's see what my Zareth alt is at. <laughs> for let's see, Galactic Legends gear needed. Dear Lord. Okay, so for Kylo, I my alt at four point seven million would need eighteen fifty carbanti, thirteen hundred stun gun or stun cuffs 840 of the mark 6 uh, med pack salvage 800 stun guns and a ton of other, of other stuff 750 fusion like the mark 12 fusions gosh and that's just for kylo
0: yeah yeah
1: ray yeah. is worse <laughs> it's I like significantly know. worse jedi yeah. Knight, jedi master luke is a little closer and then sith eternal is the worst. 1700 Carbanti.
0: Oof. Yeah, that's.
1: 1400 Suncuffs. That's yeah. bad. At
0: least my alt has five Gear 12 first order characters. They're not the right five, mind you, <laughs> but, but they, I have five, um, which helps narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, let's see. Kylo. Uh, yeah, I need 1450 Carbanti and 1,100 stun cuffs, um, 1,000 of the light side ChiroTech, where's the, uh, only 300 of the dark side Chiro tech. Um. So it was very skewed on that light side one, but I am not getting Supreme Leader Kylo anytime oh, soon.
1: It's so sad, because then you do three refreshes, you do your 50, 50, 50 on energy, okay. and you go to spend it, you go to farm, and... You're like, yes, I have seven more salvage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. I, um, so, I, I was working this week on uh, getting my next R8. And so, I, I farmed the stupid bayonet node. That drop rate, no joke, this is now the second R8 I've done in a row. And that drop rate has to be like 12%. It is painful. Um, and I just it's so bad it's so bad uh, and i know rng evens out over the long run but you sit there and you're like come on i just need a good day i need one good day
1: yeah um, please god
0: and then i don't get it
1: <laughs> and then he didn't get it <laughs> womp, womp. Womp, womp. yeah um, but, i mean it, it it can be it can be really frustrating for sure um Uh, on the other hand i do think that i don't know there's there's also whatever it's nice having that grind can sometimes actually be nice
0: uh it's nice when you complete it and you look back you're like man this is what i achieved it's like all right i like this um that and if i didn't have to grind for something like what would i do in game Like, I I sit here and plan what I'm going to do next and look forward to what I do next. And then if I didn't have um, something next, like, what would I look forward to?
1: Well, and that's just the thing. Like, that's, that's what's been killing me solo. I... I mean, you. Yeah, I've said it a million times, but I'll, I'll say it one more time because if I've said it a million times, it apparently won't kill anyone uh, <laughs> despite my best efforts. Like this whole game to me is new characters or is the character interactions. I like people are, you know, like anticipating this new conquest game mode. And I, I think it'll all be, I bet I'll enjoy the heck out of it actually, but <laughs> that's not what I look forward to. The thing that has me Just like want it, I just want to scream almost. Like it's, I'm feeling like more dramatic about it than I ever do about (laughs) this game. Is they've only released one character this year, this calendar year. Like, and I know that that's a little short sighted. Like, I could, I could expand it and make it a little more palatable. But it's just like. We got the Mandalor, or we got the Armorer, and she's not interesting, really. Like she's starting to be more interesting now that people are finding more uses for her. Uh, but like, she wasn't exciting when she first. When I first saw, like, I was like, "Ooh, she could go with Sabine really well." And then you read the rest of her kit, and she's like, uh, eh, not, not so much, not yet." Yeah, and. and and all excitement died. And now we haven't had a new character. They've barely even hinted at new characters. Like the best we have is like the probability that we're going to get a character uh, that we unlock through Conquest. And, you know, you and I have been ta- were talking about it today. I was like, yeah, it kind of sucks. Like <laughs> uh, we're, maybe we'll get a good Mandalorian faction, but it's going to be like six, it could potentially be six months before we could actually use it.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I I mean, we do expect a character announcement. This is a good segue into the actual news. Um, Yes. We do expect a new character announcement to come this week. It's been hinted at on the Galactic War Report um, because they did an interview, I believe, with CG. And basically, the teaser for the interview was, and i'm paraphrasing here new character information not saying it's tied to galactic conquest but it's tied to galactic conquest (laughs) Uh, that's basically what it said so i mean you say that it's you know going to suck waiting for that long and what i i'm they're introducing a new store i'm willing to bet that it is going to be bought with the new currency yeah
1: Yeah, i think it'll be like the new gt1 or gt2 unlocks yeah
0: i just really hope that it is a really good character um one that makes us sit here and say god I, i can't wait to have this i can't wait to have this um because then it can at least get the blood flowing you know get the juices going here
1: Yeah. I I hope so too. I mean, I'll hate the wait, but at the same time, we'll, we'll at least have some, like the knowledge that that's going to eventually be maybe won't be the meta who knows, but it'll eventually be like a good galactic or, you know, a a good relevant team. It's like (laughs) right now we have Mando was like, Oh, Hey, we got a new legendary. This is sweet. Oh. And everyone can unlock or not everyone, but like a lot of people can unlock him kind of quick and it was all exciting. And now he's, He's actually been way more relevant this week than I thought he was, was going to be, but he's still not, he's still not amazing. You know, like he's not, he's not transcendent. Like clearly he's missing a piece or two or they've just designed poor kits, which I don't think they have frankly, but um, yeah, we're, we're going to have to wait, but at anything, I think part of the reason like no one has really worked on Kieti Monday stuff is because, no one could really tell from his kit if he was going to be good or bad, and you could you, you had no indication at all at six yeah. stars if he was going to be good.
0: Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, and now, it's like all I'm seeing is R8, Kieti Mundi's in our guild. Like every time I look at the guild chat, I'm like, "Oh, look at that!" While I have him four months off. Right. Bump, bump.
1: <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> yeah it's it, it's gonna be real interesting uh what, what their release is yeah i think they're gonna i think they're gonna have that i think everything's gonna come, come at once actually is what i think i think we're gonna get conquest and we're gonna get announced that we're going to have um we're gonna have a a couple new galactic legends and yeah. they may not even be it might just be like, hey, you can you can choose to like keep up with conquest, or you can choose to go for galactic legends, but you can't do both, unless you pay. Like,
0: I wonder. <clears throat> I so here's the thing about perspective again. Like, our rosters are so developed. I completely agree, and I 100 percent think that um, they're going to make you make that choice, just because. This is a business, and quite frankly, that's a smart business choice sure. to make. Oh yeah,
1: um, that's not me being cynical,
0: right? Uh, but with where our rosters are at this point, I wonder how much it's going to affect us.
1: I don't know. I mean, we'll have to spend some money.
0: Well, we'll see. Like, I wonder if we're going to have to make that choice. Basically, is what I'm saying.
1: Uh, like so we're so developed that yeah i mean yeah we'll, we'll have to see yeah we'll, we'll just have to see like we they're like oh well you have to use empire and i'm like i randomly have all, almost the entire faction here at this point <laughs> right through, exactly. from, from one requirement or another I, I just do you know if they say hey you need to have jawas to actually get past this choke point like Uh, that's gonna that's gonna cause some angst in the community for sure but i wouldn't be ready for that neither would you no depends on what they choose to do
0: yeah we'll see i mean we'll see um either way it's going to be something new to the game which i think is sorely needed
1: Uh, absolutely Uh, yep I, i totally agree with that um yeah We'll we'll just have to see you know People, people talking about you want disappointments and talking about best Garmando. And I can understand, like a a few people have said that, like as comments on my uh, YouTube channel and stuff, people saying best Garmando is so disappointing. And I tend to agree on a different, in in a different way though. Like people are saying like, well, he just sucks period. And they're just done with uh, maybe not done, but like people are all saying like he sucks and it's disappointing and I guess for me, maybe it's just because I've played this game long enough. Maybe it's because I'm deluded. I don't know. But I, I just, I don't see him as bad. I see him as incomplete.
0: Yeah, I don't see him as bad at all. I think just people don't know how to use his kit or don't want to know how to use his kit. Um, and admittedly, I don't know their full kit. Uh, I should. I really should at this point. But it's kind of, I do the, I'll put them on defense and i will make it somebody else's problem. And then it legitimately becomes their problem. Um,
1: oh, absolutely. Like uh, in our patrons chat, uh, our, our buddy chill posted uh, screenshots. He got, he got defends with his best Garmando team. He got a huge number of defense. In fact, this week, yeah.
0: I mean, well, I stuck, her, I stuck him, that team, with my Ray. And it, it either didn't get cleared or got an absurd number of holds. So <laughs> I think it got, what, five holds over uh, two matches? Yeah, people didn't know how to deal with it. Um, and not only did they not know how to deal with it, it's a good team. Like, they didn't know how to deal with a good team. I mean, if I ran into a team of, like, Ray, Rose, and three Jawas, I, I wouldn't know how to deal with it, but I'd probably still beat it because it's not a good team. Like, it's it's a legit team on there.
1: Oh Yeah, it totally is. It, it's just uh, – it, anyone can be disappointing if you don't – like, I feel like Gideon is a little disappointing because he had so much hype around him. Uh, and yeah, yet a lot of, a lot of that has to do with me just like probably not knowing the kit super well. <laughs> I you
0: know. Yeah. You and I disagree on Gideon because I love Gideon. Um, I don't think he's an all-star, but I think he is an amazing, amazing piece, plug and play piece to any team. Um, in fact, so much so that I'm trying very hard to get him to G13 before lock. I think I need, uh, 12 more pieces, and I'm trying not to spend my G-E-T-1, especially with a uh, a character announcement coming <laughs> next week, and I don't want to dip below the magical 90 GET uh, G-E-T-1 number, but I think I might end up doing it if these show up. J- I just need 12 more multi-tools to G-13 them. I won't even put relics on them, but I'll get them G-13, for that extra little speed bump and a little more survivability.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, and I just, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but I got Gideon up to, I just had absurdly good RNG for once. I, I feel like I keep, there's been times that I'm like, I don't feel like I'm farming him. I feel like I'm just donating crystals to farm a character <laughs> Yeah. like that. You know, that's how it feels. But this time it was like, so obviously good RNG. Like, I, I ended up, I got him super, super quick. Uh, but, like, I ended up, I, I didn't need to. I just wanted to. I had nine more shards left. I could have waited for the next day. I could have had him farmed, like, I don't know, but, like, two days ago, I think. Uh, it's yeah. it's crazy, the RNG. So I actually just randomly have him at gear 13. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I don't have the mods for this. What am I doing? <laughs> but.
0: Uh, the, the mods are the hardest part, because he is a very mod-hungry character. Um, totally. He, he wants to be fast. To get good use out of him, he needs to be fast, really. Um, and that's, that's all modding. <laughs> that is all modding. Uh, In fact, that's part of the problem with the new characters that they released because they they released three characters in December, well, December, January of Quill, uh, Gideon, and Armorer and all three of them want to be as fast as possible and I just can't, I can't, I can't do all three of them that fast. Like, pick one. (laughs) You get one. Um, Right. Luckily, armor won't be G or seven star for a while, so armor is just taking a backseat right now.
1: Yeah, and that's fair. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's. I'm I'm kind of sad we're gonna do our podcast. But I think last cast we said for sure next this coming week. Or, you know, like <laughs> the the week that already passed right. was gonna have some news, and then it didn't. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, we were wrong. A lot of people were actually, but. I'm. Um, I don't know. i do not know. I think that they have to do something this week. Like last week, obviously they didn't have to, but like our community is kind of at a boiling point. Anyways, like it, it, we're starting to get the the big negative posts of like, where is CG? I know that our community manager is talking to us, but why are the other guys? It's like, well, <laughs> well, we really the one guy who's supposed to be engaging has been, but
0: right. to be <clears> fair, <throat> our community is at a boiling point you know, 75% of the year, just because right. that's what we do. Uh-huh. Well, I,
1: I'll, I'll just say this though. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not like angry, but I'm feeling anxious. I, I feel like I am at the boiling point too, but not, not in like a, I'll riot way. I'm just like, I, I want something. I need, I feel like that's like a necessary component to continuing. Like if I, if I kept playing this game and like, we just kept having this level of silence I don't know. Like, would I need, maybe I would need to find something else. I, I don't know. All
0: don't right. Know. So let me ask you about that. Cause I've heard that a lot. <clears throat> we had an extremely busy December and basically September through December was Galactic Challenges released, two new G- GLs released, six characters outside of the GLs released. January starts off with a slow three months and then they say, Hey guys, huge new game mode coming out by the way. Um, So is it really that quiet or is it that people are kind of like, I want more?
1: Well, I mean, uh, and you're right that, I mean, if I thought that this game was just going to stagnate and be like, I don't know that I'd be done with it, but without the promise of something new, it would be a lot harder for me to be positive and excited. Like I am excited. The new game mode should be good. The new characters will hopefully be good. I just, it's just very tricky for me. Like I don't want, I just want to be, I want to be able to, you know, play, I wanted to try the new thing. Like for me, new content is new characters. And it's when we go this long without it, it's it's like, I don't get my fix or something. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: I mean, I completely agree with you. I want new characters. I am bored and store hoarding gear right now. it's like, well, what am I going to do with all yeah. this? Um, I know I got all my,
1: <laughs> I got all my like B level pilots leveled up. Right. You know, cause, <laughs> cause I finally had some space. So, like I've been wanting to do that like my mothma team's basically done etc but i just i want i want it i want them to hurry up and you know i don't care about the new game mode as much i just want new characters right for, for whatever reason to me that that's what feels like the game is continuing on is when we get new characters so that's why it feels so stagnant to me i feel like i don't know I, I don't I don't see a lot I guess I don't get on Reddit too much anymore. It just removing that from my life has made me a happier person. And I have a scum
0: um, and villainy. Uh, it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they should rename it that. Uh I, I I don't see all these like suicide or suicides not the right word but like you know like I'm leaving, I'm quitting, I'm angry and I'm quitting kind of things these days. Yeah. Um I think people have been willing to be patient. I just I feel like the, there's this point where we need something concrete, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, we don't need to continue on with my blathering on that. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't be, like
0: blathering though?
1: Well, I, I don't know. I, I apparently <laughs> like engaging in blather.
0: So. <laughs> uh, all right. So speaking of communication, uh, two things came out today, actually from dojo uh one is so about a month ago he promised he was working on something to replace the question and answers that we had back in the day and this stems from crumb saying probably about six months ago hey we we want to get something going it was before dojo was added um and then they just didn't so now uh Doja said about a month ago, "Hey, I want to get this new format going." And then today he released something saying it's coming within the next month. It's not going to be a. It's not going to be the same thing that we had, but it's meant to be a way for the devs to answer questions. Um, you know, and Miopak has said it in chat that with Disney licensed project uh, product, there's a lot of corporate BS to deal with. So my guess is corporate didn't like the q a sessions but this might be a way to answer questions then submit it to corporate to make sure that they're not sticking their foot in their mouth type of thing with the answers uh so maybe in a month we do get more communication that way i I do feel like the old q a's were ask a question no we're not going to do that it it I think the old QA set them up for negative opinions because it's like, we want this, this, and this. And it's like one person asking the question. They're like, no, sorry, we're not going to do that. Like, uh, no, that's not in the plans. Yeah, we
1: have no plans to do that. Yeah.
0: Right. And I, I feel like it was kind of setting themselves up for failure because they know the questions that are coming. There's going to be like 10% of the community that asked for sandbox mode. There's going to be the percent of the community that want the ship loadouts, which I want, but they've already answered like 10 times. Hey guys, the code's not letting us. It's not a small project. Like <laughs> when you when you do the live Q and A's you're just asking for trouble. So I think this is going to be, this is meant as a solution to that.
1: Yeah, I hope it is. I hope it works yeah. out. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I, I, yes. I don't know.
0: And then um, the other piece of news that, news that came out had to deal with the new challenge tier pit raid. You know, Doja said, I'm going to have them look at, or the devs are looking at this. We'll let you know when we come up with a solution. And I swear to God, every day, this poor guy it's called a dirty liar saying that he's trying to lie to the community because they haven't (laughs) said anything yet. And he's like, guys, I tell you when we come up with something, I'll tell you about it. And so he posts today, uh, we're going to have a change. (laughs) Like, you know, guys, big news that there's going to be a change. I can't tell you what it is now because they're working on it, but they listened and there's going to be a change. And I swear some of the comments were, We've heard this type of thing before. It's like, oh my god, people. Just go yeah. with the flow just once. Just once like, in your life.
1: Can you ever not suck?
0: The answer can no. You, no. Can you just can
1: you just stop? No, I, I mean, so you know, I'm expressing my like anxiety kind of like I want a new character. It's not it's not a born out of any like, you know, me me thinking that CG is I don't know. I don't feel like they're being just like super, whatever, like negligent or super, what, I don't know what the right word is, but like, <laughs> I I think that I I just want a new one. Cause I'm excited about the game and I want one and right. you know, like if they can't fulfill that like need for it, then that's why I would want to like, maybe, you know, consider something else Sure. that, that being said, I like these people, it, it's very difficult for me when i see these people i'm like why why don't you i don't know can what are you like in real life <laughs> you know like are you just constantly unhappy
0: yes yes that's you the know? answer that that is exactly the answer yes they are um but real quick thank you byro um <laughs> uh and so but that's the news coming out. Now we have a little time before we can go into our weeks. Um, so the one thing I like to ask at the start or after the first week of every, every, um, what's it called? Every GAC season is, have you seen any patterns? And I've seen one new pattern on defense, but is there anything that you've seen this past week that you didn't see in past five V
1: fives? I don't know. It, you, you always ask that question. It always takes me off guard anyways, but <laughs> um, uh, why don't you tell me and then I'll, I'll think about it a little bit because there's been assumed some trends for sure that I've seen that I've noticed. But. So
0: one of the big trends I've seen is actually, I um, uh, I saw a lot of Finn Resistance Hero, Finn Resistance Hero Poe teams, and the other the other two mm. that go on the team kind of swap in and out. I've seen BB-8, I've seen you know Huldo and Resistance Trooper. Of uh, pick a Resistance character, and you can fill the last two slots. But I've seen a lot of people putting JTR with Ray, which is leaving. Um, Thin lead with the resistance hero bros and i found that very interesting i didn't find it difficult but i found it a very interesting team that i I'd never saw before and i probably saw it between uh, a few of my patrons and i probably four or five times on defense in the first week
1: wow that's crazy i i had not caught a whiff of that actually uh, that seems like a like a lazy carryover to three 3B, v from three v three is what it sounds like to me.
0: It does. I think people are realizing how much JTR makes Vader countering Ray annoying, so it makes complete sense that you're putting JTR on a Ray defense team. Like I I get that. Um, but then that they say, Well, I have these resistance hero bros and they have decent modding, so let me just stick them with Finn. It worked in 3v3, and here's these other two random people on the team.
1: And then I introduce troopers to their face,
0: right? Right, <laughs> yes, basically. I forget every time they were like the easiest team beaten on the board. Um, but oh, yeah, but that's <laughs> yeah. that's like after. You know, Supreme Leader Kylo came out the first time, and all you saw were the those Phasma-led First Order teams. And you're like, you're just trying to use these characters. Thank you, right. my trooper. Again, my troopers yep. say thank you. <laughs> um,
1: troopers are like, I love it when a new Galactic Legend comes out because I always, <laughs> I always have a new fodder to kill right. for a while in right. Grand Arena. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like Phasma. Phasma lead people are like she's good. I'm gonna put a Zeta on her. It'll be we're making the best of things, <laughs> and I'm like hey, putting a Zeta on Phasma is not making the best of anything. It's... Like it's making the best of my Grand Arena if I face you.
0: <laughs> right. It's it's putting the the makeup on the pig basically. Um...
1: Yeah, yeah, and she's actually she's she has a valid spot as a support character to to uh, Supreme Leader Kylo in certain builds. Like I use I, her. Uh...
0: Yeah, I put her on I put her on my Supreme Leader Kylo team every time I put Kylo on defense.
1: Oh yeah. I mean she gives everyone all that extra turn meter and stuff. And whereas right. that maybe that that can hurt you like short term or whatever, long term if she keeps doing it, like that, that extra the boosted turn meter. If she gets a turn, like <laughs> it can can really mess people up. Yeah. It doesn't always happen, but but it can. <laughs> Indeed. Uh... Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that that's the biggest pattern I've seen so far. I'm sure more will pop up over sure. the next three weeks, and then we'll switch to three v three.
1: I think, I think by far the biggest pattern I saw was people putting Beskar on defense. Yeah, so much. Now, all three of my opponents did this week. Uh, I did at least one time. I think two times. Um, a ton of my patrons saw it. Like. In various forms. You did it. I did it. Yeah. Like people say he's disappointing, and yet they're using him at High Relics. And uh, a lot of times to good effect. Like I, I had a pretty, I had a relatively harrowing match against, uh, like I used a Django lead to try to take one out, and I, uh, I succeeded, but it was close. It was a close run thing, and it wasn't the best modded Beskar either. So.
0: Yeah, I had a very interesting fight in my final match. Uh, with Beskar too. Part of that was because I didn't go in with either of the teams I knew were 100% counters uh, and I wanted to experiment, but it did, it was an uh, interesting fight.
1: Yeah, uh, he's, I don't know, I think he's got depths that people haven't quite explored yet. Um, yeah. And it's also part of the latest rep batch, like, except we can't use troopers on it. Uh, it's just the latest, it's also part of the latest batch of people having that remorse of like, oh man, I got this new character. I want to use it. I want to use them. I have gear on them. I guess I'll put them on defense.
0: Well, you know what part of the problem is also? Like, Clash. Um... <laughs> Poor Clash. Uh, he made this video about how to best mod them in the turn order and then Endall did a, vi- a great video on how to use Beskar and how you want to mod them and both of these guys got this Beskar team like running perfectly. Problem is people just throw like any mods that they have on them and they're like, I don't know how to mod them. I'm just going to throw this offense on it and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then it's like, oh, my team didn't do well. (laughs) It's because they're not modded, (laughs) you know? And this is a common problem we see anytime there is a uh, good character that comes out. It's the the pattern of, oh man, this guy's going to be awesome before he's released. And then he gets released and the community doesn't know how to use him yet. And they're like, God, he sucks. What a waste. And then all of a sudden, like something clicks and everybody's like, all right, he's must have now. He's a top five team.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're like he needs every a nerf time. immediately.
0: Yeah. Every single time we get a good new character out. That's like a legendary or galactic legend. Well. That's, that's, how, that's how that cycle goes every single time.
1: Well, and I've actually, like, you've expressed this before, and I totally agree with you. Like, I, I've gone so far as to call it the solo principle. <laughs> uh, just because, like, you you say this, and it, every time it's true, though, like, people, people do see these new characters as just, like, horrible. to get really disappointed when, you know, like, their expectations aren't met. And I can understand that. I, I'm right there with them a lot of times. Uh, but if you remember that, <laughs> uh, you know... It, a lot of times CG does release good characters. In fact, every time lately they release good characters. So, I mean, it's just going to take time for us to explore all the options and, you know, I'll be open to the possibility that one day they'll release a character that sucks, you know, that (laughs) that may happen. It will inevitably, but I, I just, you know,
0: yeah, the whole solo principle was born from um, me being the guild leader, and you know, you were an officer in the guild as well. And honestly, y- you get like they would release new characters. Somebody in the guild who doesn't usually whale because we weren't a whale guild, like by any stretch of the imagination. But we did have people that would be like, "Ooh, shiny new toy! I can spend money like." once right. a year let me get the shiny new toy and then inevitably i would get the messages of man i, I went for this character i got him and now i feel really bad because he's not that good i think i'm going to take a break from the game and so
1: yeah
0: <laughs> the the solo principle was developed by every time a new legendary or epic journey or what, her, heroic journey whatever it was every time a new character was announced, I would immediately copy and paste this post into news and tag every damn guild member and be like, if you get him, he doesn't suck. Just wait two weeks, please. (laughs) I don't want your DMs saying you're going to take a break because recruiting sucks at the moment. You know, (laughs) like that's, that's where, that's where this all, all kind of developed. And it's true. Uh, Somebody Eventually made or made a post on Reddit. This is probably like a year and a half ago now. I wish I still had the picture. I had it at one point in time, um, and it was a list of every Reddit post that says, "Man, this character sucks" after a new legendary comes out. And it had like, CLS and R2 and Chewbacca and like every every legendary character <laughs> from probably Thrawn up uh, because the first legendaries that came out, you know, Palp and Yoda honestly weren't that good. Um, But from Thrawn going on, every legendary was just truly a good player that we still use. And this Reddit post had pictures of every Reddit uh, post that said, man, this guy sucks. And there's like a hundred of them on here. And the, the title of it was something along the lines of, Ah, so do they still suck <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny uh just to address something in chat, someone was saying that uh phoenix were bad when they were released and they're still bad and i mean that that's a we we could we could argue with, about that a little bit <laughs> but i'm not you're right right now in the end game they have, there's no place for phoenix unless you count like their ships kind of yeah and even then not really um so you're right. I guess the the greater context Solo and I are kind of uh, discussing, though, is like CG's made bad characters. They have Tuskins. Like Tuskins oh, yeah. have never never been good. Like never Rose. at any point.
0: We have Rose.
1: Right. And, and so that that's kind of been our thing. Like uh, since Rose was uh, like we, we've we've been saying like Rose is the one bad character that they've come out with that they've released that isn't good. Um, you know, and that that's pretty, pretty obvious. She's not good. Um, she has her uses, but they are few. Um, I, I do think, I think the other people have been, have said, like uh, Landino came out after her, yeah. after her, he, though, man, there'll be certain guys in the scoundrel uh, discord like who Landino. would who they'll, they'll argue till they're blue that he's actually got a, a viable place. And there's they're these guys who put relics on them and then they get defends and they still make kyber. Like they're they're not dumb. Like they're not just like diluted. Like, is he the best option for all the things? No, not really. But I don't know. I don't use him enough. I haven't seen him used enough to really say that he's a terrible character. And even if he is, that's an amazing track record. Like Rose came out, what, like over two years ago, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, it was when the January after Last Jedi came out.
1: Yeah, and we've already had another movie since that. Like, I... So, if, if they messed up on Landino, then they messed up, but like, yeah. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, especially after they've released so many good ones. So, I don't know. I, I feel like I just keep bludgeoning our listeners, so I, I apologize, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, Phoenix aren't good right now. I was just telling Solo earlier today in DM, like, I I know that they're not good, but it's been so much fun using Phoenix uh, on Prevail, man, because Sabine is so, she's so overpowered at that at that level, like to kill yeah. the mid tier squads. Like her Zeta, so good. You know, maybe she'll be usable again soon.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, I actually said that in the DM, and Zareth was like, "Really? Did you hear something?"
1: No, yeah. Dude, no. the, the first thing I did was go, you, yeah, I went to the forums. I was like, because you were like, you said something ambiguous. I was like, oh, maybe he saw something, you know, uh, but but no, no. alas.
0: <laughs> um. All right. So that's actually probably a good transition point. Why don't we start talking about our weeks? Um, because we came into this week, uh, it's obviously the first week of the season, but we're both Went twelve and zero last week. Uh, I think my God, I did the math and now I forget it. It was something like twenty eight and two over the last thirty. Um, so we came in riding highs after last season. So how did your week start?
1: Yeah, so we both went twelve and zero last season. That's that's amazing on its own. Um, season that you and i have both gone 12 and 0 at the same time Uh, really cool so yeah Yeah. i want to keep that momentum up we're in the second you know we're transitioning this is like the failure point like we could we don't know what we're doing kind of we're fumbling and so my my first opponent though this is kind of an interesting transition to me as a for me as like a a streamer um, and a player is I've kind of, for my main account especially, like I've stopped really caring that much about my matchup GP. Like I don't needlessly relic guys just to bloat my GP, but like I I want like a more interesting match because it's better for streams. Like it's more fun to stream like uh, against a character with, or at least against a player. He doesn't have to be super skilled necessarily, but have to have a crazy roster with a great defense and et cetera. Um, And so my first opponent was a guy who just chronically doesn't uh he just auto posts defense like he just uh, he registers and ignores and so I messaged him I was like hey could you please set defense like I'm a streamer I would really <laughs> appreciate it and he so we did oh, and, and yeah. I was like well I appreciate that like I, I I don't know what I got I don't like I had that sinking feeling of like like when the anchor man guy like jump Ron Burgundy jumps into the the bear pit and he's like I immediately regret my decision. (laughs) Like, like, I don't, I don't know what, what is going to happen to me here. Um, You know, like maybe he was just like, yeah, yeah, moron. Like, sure. I won't auto post. Like I'll just post, I'll just post it all, all the same stuff that you would normally see just in an orderly fashion that has synergy, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like I didn't know. And it it turned out like he actually played the whole match and everything. Like, so kudos to him. Uh, But I didn't know what to, what he was gonna place. He ended up placing a couple Galactic Legends. He went a little over aggressive on defense. I still managed to clear him with a decent score. And then I mean, I feel kind of bad. Like he I just placed my defense based off of like this is like a generic defense for someone I have no idea. Like I'm gonna put two galactic legends down, my Darth Revan, Commander Luke, like a you know, a bunch of bunch of mostly, you know, yeah. decent, like good squads, but not not like my hardest defense. And he couldn't break through my bottom zone of Darth Revan and CLS. He barely broke through my top zone. And I think he cleared my fleets after multiple attempts as well. So uh, I felt kind of bad because I just just totally wrecked him. But yeah. I appreciate him placing a defense and, you know, actually engaging instead of just like the mind-numbing, you know, four GLs on, or three GLs on the top. You know, with mismatched madness. Like,
0: for sure. You know,
1: it was way more interesting. So, started off with a win. Uh, How did you do? Uh,
0: So, mine was interesting in that. um, So, I changed guilds. It was right before territory war. Um, So, it was after my defenses were placed. And so, you know, I joined your guild and. I was up against somebody from now our guild. So I was up against the guild mate. And I, I, I hinted at it earlier. I went really heavy on defense. Um, I had two GLs on defense. I had gas I had Darth Revan. I had CLS uh, all on defense. Um, and so I joined this new guild and I'm up against somebody from the guild who vastly outmoded me, by the way. And I mean, like, not by a little. Um, and so I mean I stumbled and bumbled my way uh, through a clear here on that um, and actually it was only two teams that caused me problems Darth Revan I tried to make my JTR team work because my opponent went very heavy defense as well he had two Galactic Legends and Darth Revan and Padme and a whole host of people on defense as well so I had to do a non-typical counter to Darth Revan because I just didn't have didn't have GAS. I didn't have two Galactic Legends. My other two Galactic Legends were countering his Galactic Legends. So I was just kind of trying to make something work. In Territory Wars, I have made JTR work, but not against this comp. And his Sith Empire trooper just destroyed my JTR team. Um, it just... Went to town. Basically, things did not go well. Um, so I lost that match. I I tried to Vader his Ray because I was trying to save a Galactic Legend for his Darth Revan. But his Ray had JTR, and JTR messed up my Vader counter, and it just so I had three losses, <laughs> which I. To put this in context, all of last season, I had a total of three lost battles. And in my first match for this season, I had three lost battles. Um, but I ended up clearing, and then my opponent couldn't clear my top front zone. So he never even got the ships. Um, so I got the win, but it was it was not, not a pretty win. It, it's not a win that I would go around bragging about, that's for sure uh so that brings us both to want to know how how'd you do uh on friday night on the gambit fight night
1: um well let's see so you went on your you went on your attacks i guess i won't spoil your score uh, then and all went and uh, i'm trying to think now so I'll just say this. This this whole week was an exercise of my opponents placing a stronger defense than they should have. Like than they could really. Like I and I I like that. Like we've we've already yeah. covered. I like it when people place a little bit tougher than they than they're prepared to deal with. Uh this guy placed uh two galactic legends as well. He he just put I guess it was the last guy put his full arena like Jedi Master Luke team on defense and I was able to just kill it with an easy, like with a non-arena comp with Sith Eternal. Uh, This one went halfway. Like he put Jedi Master Luke lead with Jedi Knight Luke. And so how did I even beat it? I think I just used Sith Eternal again. That's probably what I did. Um, Oh yeah, I undersized it. I used Sith Eternal and Sith Triumvirate and just destroyed it. Uh, <laughs> and then I destroyed everything else he had. I, I it wasn't the most efficient. I and ended up getting the same score as the previous match, in fact. Um, and, and then the guy went to attack and let's see. So we beat my Mando squad uh, for like, a, a, I stole a lot of banners from him doing that. And then he cleared my bottom zone. And then he saw two Galactic Legends in the back and just noped out of the rest. Uh, I just declined to engage in the game mode anymore. And so I won uh, by, I mean, I, he had already failed once anyways, which kind of brought him out. Like he couldn't, he couldn't beat me anyways. And so we just quit and that was fine with that. Um, You know, I, I allowed the world to observe my dominance and we can move on now. So (laughs) no, um, but it was, it was good. Um, And and then I was, I was way more nervous for the next match, which I'll talk about in a minute. How was, how was yours? Gambit fight night. Uh,
0: So I had to tone down my defense a little bit so I could actually start clearing teams Um, because actually when we uh, talk about, you know, patterns, I have noticed at least this week, my opponents went a lot heavier on defense than they had in the past, which uh, I don't know if this is going to be a season-long pattern. Like, we'll see. I, it might just be, you know, pure chance or happenstance. But um, so I pulled a Galactic Legend off defense. Um, so I still had, you know, Gas, DR, CLS, and my Ray plus Bam team. And my opponent... Uh, he did, he was doing fine, and then he reached that Ray plus Beskar team that was hiding in the back, and he had three losses to that team. He finally cleared it on the fourth attempt. So seeing the GAC history will be interesting tomorrow. Um, and then I was able to clear – I mean, he had a decent defense, but he kept all of his Galactic Legends for offense, which was the interesting part he lost four times to Ray my only galactic legend and he had all of his galactic legends on offense so uh, facing a board without a galactic legend I honestly I mean when you have four of them <laughs> isn't that difficult so I was able to clear fairly easily um, yeah and got the win on got the win on Friday night which brings us both into the championship rounds keeps both of us, Trying to extend our winning streak. Uh, you just hyped up your match by saying this was the fight you were nervous about. So I
1: did. <laughs> so <clears throat>
0: tell us what happened in this championship round.
1: It was the best round ever. No. Um, <laughs> all right. So the, this guy, I, I've played him before and then I think I beat him. I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, and then. <laughs> the next week he beat our mutual friend or he faced our mutual friend deranged. And then he and, he and deranged met, met up again. And they, and then they met up again, like three times in a row almost. Uh, and so, you know, like, it, and deranged is a really good player. He like, I think, I think deranged ended up beating him twice or something, but this guy, this guy has re- had really high lifetime banners. He was a really good player. Um, and, and then he apparently like quit the game for a while and let someone else play for a really long time. Um, yeah. and so so was,
0: I have a fun story about this guy. Uh, oh, go ahead. Um, so when we're talking about the connections, this guy is the reason that I get made fun of for negotiator mirror matches, by the way, because I faced him in September. Um, and he placed the negotiator on defense and, I, I won I won the war, <laughs> but lost that fight on the negotiator mirror. And so this is the guy that um, started the whole solo hates fleet meme, if you will, on our okay. Discord. This is the guy. <laughs>
1: oh, interesting! I didn't realize that.
0: I I realized it. I didn't realize it until um, you were on stream and you're like, "Oh, and Kleso fought him, and Deranged fought him, and I fought him," and I was like. I had to have seen him because we we all play in the same uh, GP pool, <laughs> yeah. and so I looked I looked up his ally code. And I was like, "Yep, I did too." <laughs> uh, but anyway, so with well, that's that little fun. backstory,
1: yeah. So you know, kind of have a history. I didn't even message him. Maybe I should have, but I just I'm so weary of messaging people, frankly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways, I it, it's it's like. It's so hard. It's like okay, you know, you're going against this really good player. Like so, he quit for a while. He came back, <clears throat> and his name is Maverick is back. Yeah. You know, like uh, anyway. So I'm I'm trying to think. Like I'm scouting him, and I realized that it has a his account name uh, on all the previous five v five rounds have a different uh, name. It's like sure. the collector, not yeah. no not Maverick or not not Maverick sixty nine, the collector. I had to look really far back to find to find anything of, of like, it wasn't relevant anymore. It was like, maybe I can see when he normally will attack me, but even that is is questionable. And that doesn't really help me with my strategy. And so I'm facing this player who's got, I know he's a really good player and I have no idea what he's going to do. And he's got all the toys. He's got all the cool stuff. Like clearly people have been spending money in his absence on this account, or he just, I don't know one way or another. It's, uh, It's going to be a really tough match. So, uh, anyways, I I stiffened my defense a little bit. I didn't do anything too crazy, though. I think that's the way of failure and of pain in GAC is when you just dramatically change everything. you got to have incremental changes and things that are going to mess with people. So, uh, anyways, I I went in, and he had a really good Beskar team with, I think, Vandor is the fourth. And so I used Django lead. I talked to seal who's the the bounty hunter and now the Mandalorian guy as well. He knows all the things. And uh, we kind of game-planned it. I had the right speeds and everything. We thought it would, it would work. So I used Django, and I ended up beating it. It was, it was pretty epic. Like, 56 banners, dramatic. You know, like, oh, I almost lost Bosque. Oh, I almost, you know, like... The, the, the matches were... Things almost happened, but not quite. Those are the best, yeah. kind of. And so... I ended up getting fifty six, and I'm like, sweet. Well, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try this uh, Darth Vader counter against Darth Revan, and you know, and I'm not gonna use Watt because I want Watt for later. We've practiced this. I I know the I know the drill, and I was it, so I was playing it. Uh, something that fatal. It's a fatal comp, just to be clear. Uh, and so I went in, tried to. Tried to do it when started off well. Used uh, used Culling Blade and killed Darth Revan. And then at some point, I just, like, in the excitement of the moment, which normally I just take a t- minute just to pause, just to see, like, what move should I make. Uh, for my Brute, though, I had Geo Brute Alpha and the Brute. I used, instead of his Taunt Attack, I u- you know, just his basic, I used his, like, Everyone Hit Things Attack. Yep which means he doesn't taunt. And then uh, they hit him and he, and Thrawn immediately had death mark. And then Marauder's like, I'm going to just go kill the one guy who is targetable. In fact, like because <laughs> I didn't have any other taunts available. Right. So uh, it could be, he would have just gone and killed Thrawn anyways, but you know, 50, 50 chance he would have gone and just hit brute. And and then once Thrawn died, everything went to hell and, I've, and only Darth Revan died on their side. So yeah. um. After that, though, I was pretty efficient, cleared cleared everything with decent banners, actually. Uh, Fleet was a little bit fiasco-ish, but uh, cleared everything with one-shots, did well, and then came the stress of waiting for him to attack, of course. And right as I was just going to bed, I'd brushed my teeth, I was literally walking, I was shambling my way toward bed. I just looked, happened to look at my Discord messages, notifications, and Primebot was like, your opponent just got however many banners i was like damn it all Um, isn't
0: that the worst when you're you want to go to bed and then you're like now i need to watch these attacks (laughs) and it's like you just stay up an extra half hour watching the little numbers change
1: (laughs) yeah it's i ended up having the willpower to just go to bed halfway through uh half of it though was he, his first attack failed on Darth Revan. I don't know what he did, but he failed on Darth yeah. Revan. And that's, that's like a, whew, okay. So mostly I either need him to be like hugely inefficient or I need him to fail somewhere, which I don't have a weak defense. So I had, I had a chance, failed on my Darth Revan um, and then uh, dropped a bunch of banners on the rest of the squads when I woke up. He had uh, cleared everything, had failed on one of my fleets and hadn't cleared it yet. Took four to get through Commander Luke to one-shot my Galactic Legends, but uh, I ended up beating him by a landslide. So I got the win. Thank goodness. Uh, After dropping one, you always feel nervous, but we got the win. So that was it. Uh, How was your match three solo (laughs) against someone in the Guild Alliance? Like you joined the Guild and instantly have two two high stakes matches against these guys
0: right so i joined the guild uh and in round one faced somebody from the guild and then in the championship i faced somebody in our alliance from fc alpha uh, the irony of this is he was going to forget to attack in round two and then i sent him a message with like an hour and a half to go and i was like hey did you win you know to see if we were going to get matched up and he's like Oh, thanks for reminding me. He went and attacked an anyone. Um, so uh, I guess I, I helped him get to the championship, you could say. Um, and then we talked about, you know, doing something or, and then our pit raid got messed up. So I was on airplane mode for way too long before the round switched over. And both of our defenses just auto set from what we had the previous round because we were trying to um, finish a pit raid, or at least I was, I I don't know why his did, Um, (laughs) but, but so, uh, God, I had such an ugly banner, uh, such an ugly banner day. So he placed uh, Galactic Legends on defense and one of them was Ray with JTR. Um, And so I I was planning on Sith Eternal plus Watt to take out his Ray but had JTR on the team and JTR can mess it up because she applies healing immunity. And if she applies healing immunity right before uh Ray ultimate, then you just never recover <laughs> from said Ray ultimate and you lose. Um, so I was like, uh, you know what, let me, let me bring in a couple extra characters and I know it's going to be a 47 because Sith eternal is a lot like Supreme leader Kylo. He doesn't protect those around him enough. And against Ray, you're going to get a 47. I was like, I can deal with one bad banner match. That's, it's not going to be bad. Let me get the guaranteed win. And so I brought in a full team. I got my 47 or 48 and it's like, okay, one bad banner match. Isn't that bad? Especially because in the bottom zone, I got 60 on one team. And I think I got 58 on his Supreme leader Kylo. So it was like, I made great banners on the bottom. Like I, I can, I can live with one bad banner match and make it up elsewhere. Um, then I went up against the Beskar Mando, and I wasn't sure who I wanted to use. Um, you know, because I used my trio with Sith Eternal, so I could didn't have the Sith trio available. And I was like, I have Geos, I have Net Revan, and I have JTR with the Resistance Hero Bros. I was like, all three of these beat them. Like, all three of these can beat Beskar. I decided Geos were probably the biggest threat just because they they outsped me so I could potentially lose somebody fast. So I was like, all right, Jedi Knight Revan or JTR. And my JTR is fast. So I was like, let let me bring them in. And so here's the mistake I made. I hand-waved IG-11 And then I attacked Queel first, because you generally want to get Queel out of the picture, because his synergy with IG-11 is absurd. Um, But Queel can't be critically hit, so I didn't get any exposes, so rather than attacking him and killing him quick, he hung around and I had to grenade him to death, basically, which then let Beskar go into his whistling bird stance, and then uh, Vet Han did an AOE, Nest did an AOE, and I lost Resistance Hero Finn on Beskar's very next turn. Um, which, if I had lost Resistance Hero Poe, this would have gone a lot easier. But no, they targeted Finn. Um, he just disappeared from the board, and so then it, it became a struggle to get the rest of this team down. Now, if I were to do it again, I would have taken out Beskar immediately. And I think I would have cruised to a high banner win.
1: I think so too. Uh, Watching it, I was like, why doesn't he just kill? He's available. He's open.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I went after Queel because of the synergy and the healing. Uh, So that's on me. Like, I know that's my mistake. I, I just had, I hadn't fought the team yet with that and you don't see it in arena. So it's not like I've practiced against the team. Um, Next time, next time. I will take JTR against that team again. Um, because I think if I went against Bam, like I said, I, th- I think I finished with 58, 59 banners easily. Um, I just decided to attack the person that was immune to critical hits on a team that needs to critically hit. <laughs> not not my best choice. But so I got 50 on that fight. Then we go into fleets, and he had an R8. Um GK down on defense, and I brought in my General Grievous, uh, my Malevolence fleet, and sometimes you just get bad banners on the, on the fight. Like, it, it wasn't really a question of if I was going to lose, because I got Anakin out fairly early, um, but they got the Negotiator Ultimate out fairly early as well, and so I lost all my army of vulture droids and so it was kind of a knock them down drag them out fight until i got to my ultimate and i got 55 banners so on those three battles that uh, i've talked about i lost 23 33 banners on those three fights
1: yeah (laughs) uh, i was like geez i I couldn't believe what your score was it kind of in a way gave me hope
0: we both we got the same exact score and i didn't have a loss yeah. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> that, that tells you that. Um, oh man, if I just played that Beskar one a little better. Um, but then I lived in complete agony throughout the day, waiting for my opponent to attack. And he told me uh, that his work has been really busy. And like I said, he almost didn't attack in round two just because he was at work. And he, I reminded him, he's like, oh crap, I better take a break and play. So. He ended up not attacking just because, unfortunately, sometimes real life gets in the way. So, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Uh, I got the win. I I don't know if I deserved it, but I got the win. Uh, So, I'm at (laughs) 3-0. Yeah,
1: you got got off. Yeah, you got a lucky one, man. But, I mean... It happens. I've won that way, too, where I'm like, I'm going to lose. And then the guy does an attack. I'm like, I'm not going to lose. (laughs) (laughs) well,
0: It's like Ando last night was like, I've learned one thing being in this Gambit Alliance. When you guys say I'm probably going to lose, you never do.
1: Yeah, he's like, I've learned that that's only true in this chat. Yes. <laughs> other times when people say they're going to lose, they actually do. <laughs> it's funny. I should have um,
0: lost, though. Like I fully admit I played those three battles. Well, I didn't play the negotiator battle wrong. Uh, it's just that happens. Uh, but I did not play the other two battles well. Uh, first week, finding my feet, finding the feet in 5v5. Uh,
1: heck yeah, man.
0: All right, so that was our weeks. We should probably get into podcast questions because we have we have a good amount of them for today. Oh, Lord. We do. Uh, some of these are faster than others, though. So first one, since you guys geared up Gar and now Imperial Super Commando as well, in your opinion, what's the best Empire fleet? What do you think? Uh, I really so it depends. Like, if as long as you're not fighting a negotiator, I really like the Gar, TIE bomber, and TIE fighter pilot um, lineup with Tarkin. It doesn't work when you fight something strong like negotiator that goes fast because Gar they target Gar every single time and he's out of the fight before he takes a turn. Um, but I really like that lineup. I've seen a lot of people struggle with it on defense. So uh, that that's honestly what I've been placing on defense.
1: Fair. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, so here's the thing. I made the mistake at one point uh, just – in my first match second match i I haven't had the greatest fleets lately uh this week was that was kind of my weak point which normally it's a strong suit so uh part of that though is trying to figure out how to integrate gauntlet so uh what was it i was trying to kill it was just like a what even was it was it a rebel team i think it was a rebel fleet yeah and i started with gauntlet uh as uh, so it was gauntlet tie fighter and tie bomber with the intention of getting shuttle and then uh tie advanced in and it it didn't like i almost lost i came close to losing that one so i just didn't have the dps i didn't have a way to get target lock on there and i think that gauntlet is best used uh as a starter against like negotiator fleets i think that that's that's kind of the the thing uh, once I put him back on in reserve and just started with my my more uh, trusty like tie advanced instead of gauntlet, uh, then then I started doing a lot better. So I think in general, I do like having tie advanced in there to start with just because it has so much good, I don't know it auto sticks a target lock and then it keeps the target lock on a ship until it dies or until tie, or tie advanced dies. But for the entirety of when that target lock is applied, TIE Bomber is taunting.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, you know, it can get dicey. If Vader dies, then you're probably screwed. But that hasn't happened yet. So um, I think that's the, the ideal one for non-negotiator comps is my guess so far.
0: Fair. Fair. And real quick, thank you, Gig, for the gifted uh, sub. Right, uh, thank you. So the next podcast question is really just a way to brag about you. So we'll do it anyway. So Arnold T101 took a little bit of a different approach to the counter sheet this video uh, or this time. And Cubs used it too. How does it feel to be gaining some traction and recognition in the community? Um, And do you think GA Center helps drive that with the data to back it up?
1: Um. Yeah, it, it's so hard to tell uh, what what ends up backing things. I I, so I guess I'll start with the first part of it. Um, yeah, it feels great, frankly. Like I've been working really hard. It, it feels it, what it feels like to me now is like I'm the kid. I'm like a like the 11 year old who's finally allowed to sit at the adult table at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, like I feel yeah. all important and cool, but I'm still like not at their level really. You know, like not as far as viewership goes, as far as influence on the game, like obviously not not where they're at. And that that's fine. I'm not that's nothing wrong with anyone. Like they've been doing it for way longer and they, right. they do a good job. So <clears throat> um, it is nice though to get, I mean I think that for the most part like people want their peers respect the respect of their peers and and some people don't care about the respect of their peers, I guess, but I don't think anyone would ever say like, "No, I don't want them <laughs> to respect me." Right. <clears throat> so on that count, yeah, it feels great. You know, we're getting getting 150 ish people on views. Uh, you know, from Twitch for my JC matches, it's it's been it's been very nice. But yeah. uh, that being said, like GA Center, I do think that they've helped a lot just in terms of. I think I think my very favorite thing about GA Center is how they've identified so many other streamers and content creators that I just didn't know existed. And like, I for instance, we wouldn't be friends with Ando at all right now right. Yeah. without them. Like, I I just randomly saw him on one of their posts and or one of their shows. I was like, oh, like I'll just check out his show, and then we just, we hit it off, and you know, now he's part of the Gambit Alliance, etc. Um, I don't know. It's just so hard to tell. It's like how much viewership does the GA Center actually have? Like, I get the feeling that more of the participants view it than uh like non-participants. So, that being said, it's been a huge help to have to be able to network and talk to all these people, and to you know like that we raid them, they raid us, like we cross-pollinate. It's it's been great. The GA Center has been really good for that uh, whether or not they specifically can be attributed to pushing my, you know, good stats or whatever, or, or just like indirectly helping, but it has made an impact, but yeah. you know, have they made seven impact or have they made 12? Who knows? Right. You can't, you can't put a number to it. What are your thoughts?
0: Um, I, I think GA center has helped in two ways. One, they did. So not everybody watches it live. They actually get a couple hundred views and there's only 60 competitors. So I, there is a good portion of the community that watches it that's not streaming. But even if it was only streamers that watched it, um, that wouldn't be good for the escape pod guys. <laughs> I want them to get a couple hundred views on this. So, um, you know, uh, but it really did help, like you said, build a community where it's, I'll read into you and, you know, kind of keeps the, the viewer stream going essentially. Um, and I think uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. I, I don't know who's rising the tide uh, or raising would actually be the word there. Uh, I don't know who's raising the tide, but I think it's lifting all boats and the GA center and you know, us and other content creators are kind of all about that because everybody's working harder to bring viewers for the game into this kind of landscape. And I I think it's working. Uh, Overall viewership numbers is higher for everybody. So I I think something something is going right. Well, and
1: I, I think that you're absolutely right. I think, I do think that the GA Center guys uh, I mean, they can't get all the credit, but I think that they deserve a, a big chunk of it just because, right. I mean, <clears throat> when we started streaming on Twitch, uh, like our crowds weren't that big, even though it was kind of already established ish on YouTube. Like, but we, but, you know, I, we were able to, you and I, like, kind of drag our viewership over to twitch and then a lot of those people why like i i I the other day i got a gifted sub from uh a a channel i think it was the llamas channel and it was gifted uh by gig and i'm like well gigs on twitch because of us probably (laughs) you know initially at least because he's in our he's in our same guild and you know like it's he wants to watch other streamers it's awesome like it's just it's fun to it's fun to see, like, you know, you and I have made a little impact. The GA Center guys have. Um, and, yeah, we're – Twitch is getting bigger and bigger. I think that for a long time it was just a non-factor. And now it's it's steadily, you know, Cubs, Cubs does his part by streaming every day, you know, yeah. brings his crowd. And, yeah, it's it's been a cool thing.
0: It has been. It, it has. Um, all right. So let's talk about um, the next question, which is uh, with the Mandalorians getting the attention lately, do you like the idea of getting both a dark side and a light side Mando squad? So you have dark saber, Maul and bow as their respective leaders. Um, and they don't have to be galactic legends. The question doesn't say it, but just in general, um, you like that idea of having both a light side and a dark side squad?
1: Um, if they're both good, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's, the sure. fair. Uh, that's
1: fair. More, more squads, Get, bring them. I would, I am happy to receive more squads. What about you?
0: Um, yes, I w- I want a new mall. I would like Bo Katan as well. So just saying that they would be the respective leaders, I am, I enjoy that. Um, I kind of want uh, the mall though. I want the crime Lord syndicate mall, not the Mandalorian dark saber mall. I kind of want the crime Lord syndicate mall. I think that would be a fun character and really help bring scoundrels. You know, add something to the scoundrel faction. So, but I wouldn't argue if they gave me a dark saber mall and real quick. Thank you. Thank you gig.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're awesome, man. Um, Wait, oh, yeah, yeah. So, let's see. My, sorry, my internet was tripping out for a minute. I just thought. Um. Nah. <clears throat> so, a- anyways, I sorry, I, I got I got distracted, but uh, I I would take a little bit of exception. I think to like having having a Mandalorian. <clears throat> we couldn't have. We couldn't let Maul. This is where the lore side of me just kicks me in the butt. We couldn't, Maul could be a Mandalorian leader, a leader of Mandalorians, as long as he wasn't a Mandalorian himself.
0: <laughs> that's Though fair. May,
1: maybe, maybe he is by right, by, you know, right of rule or whatever. You know, he earned the dark saber. So maybe maybe he would technically be one, but they yeah. need to address it, I think. Uh, they, just do like a, tell me why you, why you chose that. We'll move on.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, All right, next question. And this is a a quick one. Is there a greater rate of return for ship shards over character shards in the shard store? Are they equal value? And just real quickly, ships, you get like one shard extra, basically. Um, So four ship shards is the equivalent of 10 of the old character shards. Plus one uh so when you do your galactic war if you're looking to feed the shard shop by the ship blueprints not the character blueprints that is you know that's not much to talk about on that one
1: yeah uh there's a there's one answer that's correct and you just said it (laughs) sorry
0: uh all right So next one. So this is an interesting one. When it comes to the GAC scoring system, how would you feel if CG changed the scoring where if you're about to lose a fight and you forfeit, so, you know, save yourself from preloading the team, uh, the scoring remains the same. So it's still a 20 banner loss. However, if you don't forfeit, forfeit the fight and let it play out, uh, your second attempt would only penalize you by 10 banners instead of 20, which could be an, or add an incentive to not forfeit the fights uh, for TM purposes. So basically if you preload the team, when you lose, you take less of a banner punishment.
1: Um. So here's a radical view that I know that it's going to, it's not going to be super well-received by a lot of the community. Um, <laughs> I typically don't think that preloading is that big of a deal, actually. Um, it like the impact of it a lot of times is actually beneficial to you because they've burned their their specials. Like you, you you have the uncertainty of not knowing which specials they've burned exactly unless you've been paying close attention. But like, there's been there's a whole strategy. Like I I know that for a long time, a guild I know of, I'm I'm not going to go into specific details, but I remember one of their strategies for ships, and this is a highly competitive guild, one of their strategies for ships was they put all of their negotiators on defense. And uh, this is back when like malevolence wasn't widely used yet. Like everyone had one ship and it was negotiator. And so what they would do is they would take their... uh, they would put their negotiators on defense, and then if they ran into someone who also did that, their opponents couldn't clear them. But then they would just throw in a random team to, uh, to just like sacrifice them and get rid of all you know preload and everything. And then their rebels would come in and just mop the board with them. Like that was a that was their pre-established strategy. They they did that consistently. Had one, they beat a lot of really good guilds doing that. So, like in general, I actually don't think preloading is that big of a deal. Uh, you have the uncertainty of not knowing like, and if you need a specific starting sequence, then yeah, it's devastating, but I I don't think that you should be given an advantage one way or another personally. Yeah.
0: When it comes to scoring, a loss is a loss. I don't, I don't think that they should change the scoring. I will say in terms of preloading, it really depends on the team. Like if you have the slower Darth Revan, then you want to send a burner in and preload that Darth Revan team. Um, you know, so that's not preloading. I think that's just strategy, but if you ever fought a preloaded Ray, like extremely fast Ray team, they are not fun to try and clean up like at all. Um, so there are certain teams that I would not preload, especially the galactic legends that don't have cooldowns on their abilities. Um, that just hurts, <laughs> hurts a lot. And it, it hurts hard too. So I, I think it depends. Um, but as yeah. Abner Dune says in there, just don't lose, kill all the things. There you go. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I've approached certain things in my life before where I'm like, I can't imagine the horror of if, you know, X thing happens and yeah. I'm like, okay, so I'll just never let that one thing ever happen. Yes, And you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I promise yeah. I will never die. <laughs> uh, all
0: right. Next one is you've got a budget of 800 crystals to dedicate towards mod farming each day. How do you spend it efficiently to both farm new ones and slicing materials? Um, is it easier to farm mods for a few weeks than slicing materials for an equal time and rinse and repeat? Do you do a little of column A, a little column B? How do you, if you're focused on modding, so that's 800 crystals so is basically six refreshes a day. Um, how would you do that? How would you, how would you approach that?
1: Oh, that's all they want to know. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, geez. I mean, uh, it, to be efficient you would need to split it in some way like close to evenly between the two shops I, My, i guess my question would be maybe you start devoting a few of those crystals to buying six like the red 6e uh pieces in the store yeah. like i've always thought that was actually a decent crystal value like it's not it's not wonderful it's not like bargain but i I've done that a couple times. I've bought crystals for the sole purpose of buying the six E pieces. Um, so, I, I mean, everyone's got their own strategies and stuff. I, yeah. think, I think you do need to, I'd probably go at least five refreshes. I mean, five refreshes each wouldn't even be, would it be uh, 150, 250, 350. You could spend 700 on five refreshes on each. Oh, no. Hold on. I'm just totally.
0: The refreshes are. Pills.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was for some reason confusing uh, Cantina energy oh, with it. Yeah. I'm just going crazy. Um, No, I mean, you you can't. Once you get past the 100, 100 refreshes, like it's stops being efficient. It, you know, you can do it, but. It's less so. What are your thoughts, Solo? You probably have a better plan than me.
0: I Well, I mean, in general terms of farming mods, I farm slicing materials until I have 300 of each slicing material. And then I swap to farming mods. And then I spend those 300 slicing materials on whatever mods I just farmed that should be leveled up. And then when I'm out of slicing materials, I will stop farming mods and I will farm slicing materials until I have 300 of each slicing material. And then, you know, I kind of just flip-flop back and forth. That 300 number is just pure, pulled out of my head, has no significance in any amount other than it lets me slice up more than a few mods. Like I would go crazy if I could only if I only farm to like 100 and sliced up two mods and it's like, Oh, I'm done. But you know, 300 I find is enough. That gives me a few opportunities to hit speed because I want to hit speed on at least one. So I don't feel like I've wasted all my materials. And if I hit speed on one, I'm like, yeah, all right. Success. Um, But I just, I, I just rotate in the past. I did it where it was farm mods during the week or, yeah, farm mods during the week and then slicing materials on weekends. It's just, I kind of switch up what I do. Um, I, I mean, if I was trying to build up a better mod base right now, I would focus a lot on farming more mods than slicing materials. Get the base, and even if it's, you know, a million blues at point, or plus eight and plus nine... That's fine. Get the base, and then I would farm slicing materials to high heaven and slice everything on my roster for like a month and a half. But early on, when you're farming mods, you kind of want to go wide and then go high, in my opinion.
1: Yep, uh, high volume of them first, yeah, for sure. When you're when you're very first starting, absolutely agree.
0: There was. There was a time that i didn't farm mods i would buy them in stores and get them from events i didn't farm mods for a year in this game because i went really wide you know i i ignored characters in cantina you made fun of me because i didn't like have kru at seven stars because i just ignored cantina and I, all i did was farm mods every day every single day i farmed mods triple refreshed Cantina energy to farm mods back when they were up the same energy. And so I was, when they introduced slicing materials, I was so wide mod wise that I legitimately did not farm a mod for over a year. Um, cause I was just slicing everything I had. And so if I had to, I wouldn't be that extreme. Um, but if I had to do it again, it would be, farm mods, farm mods, farm mods, farm mods, farm mods, and then once I feel comfortable having, you know, X amount of crit damage triangles, and that's X amount of speed arrows, next X amount of offense crosses, and, you know, a bunch of speed sets, and a bunch of health sets, and a bunch of offense sets. Once I felt comfortable, then I would switch to slicing.
1: Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> that's, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of... modding strategy man it's uh it's kind of mind-numbing in a way like it's 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 just uh, there's a lot of people who disagree really strongly and these people who disagree have really strong mods so or
0: or not i i love the people that disagree and then you look at their mods you're like oh (laughs) do do you even farm mods
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, do you you even mod bro (laughs) yeah No, Uh, well, and you're right about that. I, I mean, everyone can have an opinion, Uh, and and I found that a lot of a lot of people exercise that right uh, more often than they should, for sure. Like they they have strong opinions on things that they shouldn't have developed any opinion on. uh, They don't know anything about it, but but that being said, people who are knowledgeable and who know what they're doing, like there are a couple different methods of doing it that. I firmly believe that there is one more than one way to skin a cat. Maybe if you really crunch all the numbers and really, you know, like delve super deep into it, one of them is going to be a little more efficient than the other. But I think that, you know, uh, pe- some people like to upgrade all their grays to all the way up to 12. Um, yeah. You know, and see if there's speed. Some people don't upgrade their grays at all. Uh, and
0: I sell them immediately. I see a gray and it it gets sold.
1: Right. And Gom does. He goes all the way up to 12 sometimes. And Gom has, I mean, I think he does have like more speed mods than you do at this point. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying like both of you guys have great mods and both guys I respect. But that's that's like a fundamental difference in approach. And you Uh, both have a lot of success.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, both of our modding is absurd. Um, but that's because we both, the big the big takeaway is mods at the end of the day are, um, it's a numbers game. It's, you have to have, it's pure RNG, you know? When you look at how many times speed hits, no matter what people say, when you look at the big picture, It's right, I mean, you can predict how often speed is going to hit with a big sample size. Um, And so the only way to get those mods is to go out there and actually farm that many mods. (laughs) Like, you're not going to get good mods by doing one refresh a day.
1: Uh, Well, and that's the biggest thing. Like, (laughs) do your three refreshes. Do, yeah. do three refreshes like even prevail man is doing at least two if not three every day yeah uh Alt does three like you need you gotta do it
0: <laughs> and i have caught up to gum by the way i have it's compared to when we fought in june i have caught up finally Ooh. uh all right except for in the 20 plus his 20 plus are obnoxious but i have more 25 so take that gum
1: uh because <laughs> you've gotten absurdly lucky. I, ha- I have Jeez.
0: that. I have I'm going so salty. <laughs> I'm going to regress to the mean eventually on those slices, but I, I haven't yet, and I'm going to take advantage of it every time. Um, but anyway, all right. So let's let's move on. We have two mm. podcast questions left, and we're sure. pushing the limit here. So. Uh, with the changes to Bastila, Sean, Fallen, I've seen the Darth Revan counter the Jedi Master Luke, especially when Skywalkers in there be much more inconsistent. What are some other non-GL counters to Jedi Master Luke? Um, I realize end game players will just toss Sith Eternal and can auto win. But for the 90% of the people that only have one or two GLs and don't have Sith Eternal, um, how would you approach a Jedi Master Luke fight?
1: Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, like Emperor Palpatine plus Vader comps that work pretty well. Um, If it's the Jedi Master Luke with Basti lead, you can just use Commander Luke to beat that. Or you can do like a weird hybrid with like Jedi Revan with Han on your team, as long as you stun Watt and make sure that you're going to take a turn before his first turn uh, with Revan. So Revan can mark Watt and get, you know, remove his opportunity to put the buff onto, onto uh, Jedi Master Luke. Like if you can stop that, then you win. So there's there's a few different approaches, I guess. Nothing... uh, I don't know. Nothing too crazy. Like, Darth Revan has worked in the past. I think that now that Bastie has her, like, has been fixed. Uh, Yeah. It's not as consistent to use Darth Revan. And honestly, I've used that a few times even before that, and it's... It's It's not as
0: easy as people made it out to be when he first came out.
1: Yeah, people are like, dude, just... And I never failed, really, but I was always like on the very brink. Like I imagine if I'd done it enough that... I would have I would have failed consistently as well. Like I don't I don't see Darth Revan as any sort of like answer to Jedi right. Revan necessarily, especially when when you start when you start putting other like General Skywalker on the team or Jedi Luke. So yeah, I don't know what what about you? What you have something fancy up your sleeve, Solo? Uh,
0: it's not as cons. It's not like a hundred percent. But Jedi Knight Revan with gas in the team can work. And I, I've gotten to work a couple times. I never see I actually never see people use it, but I remember when Jedi Master Luke first came out, I faced um, I faced Jedi Master Luke Leeds twice. One time I was stupid and didn't see how faster Grandmaster Yoda was and he outsped my Vader and uh, the Vader counter actually worked, even though Yoda got tenacity up and royally screwed me. Um, I still took out four characters on that team with the Vader team. So for those that don't know, it's, it's EP, Treya, Thrawn, Vader, and Watt. Um and it's a fairly consistent counter as long as long as Vader goes second. Um, he has he has to go, uh, you know. He's not going to go first because a Jedi Master Luke, but he has to go before the rest of the Jedi. That way, he can get the debuffs out. If if he can't get the debuffs out, the counter fails like immediately. Um,
1: but I, well, I th- it, you can make it happen though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. if it's against Jedi, like he's, he's going to be fast probably. Yeah,
0: well the problem is the Jedi Master Luke lead also gives 40 speed. So Vader gains 40 speed but so does the rest of their team um, because yeah, I remember the Jedi, the Jedi uh, or the Grand Master Yoda I went up against was like 320 something, but you add that Jedi Master Luke speed and he was up over 360. So that's, that's hard to achieve with Vader there um but yeah that that team can win if there's not a lot of offense on the jedi master luke team gas 501st can win and i i stretch or i, I you know say can um because it really all depends on keeping your gas alive basically uh, long enough, and m- managing when he sits down, it's not as easy, I think, as the EP Vader counter.
1: Yeah, I would, I would call that a mostly inconsistent counter, frankly.
0: It, it, it's it, by no means is it perfect, um, but if you're up against like the Jedi Master Luke team, that's Jedi Master Luke, Barris, Old Ben, Jolie, and you know one other that's not a. Like heavy damage dealer, it can work because uh, grandma or JMS. Oh, Good lord, Gas goes and does the AOE and reduces cooldown, so they can't use the lead ability and they never get to ultimate and they never use the lead ability and nobody's actually doing damage on that team. But it can fail pretty remarkably, uh, fairly fast. So it really all depends on the team that you're facing.
1: Right. Oh, and I mean, so it's not consistent, but on the other hand, if that's all you've got, it's a pretty good option. You right. Know, like, right. It, it's like, well, I can't clear without doing it. It's like, well, you have hope. Like, you don't have yeah. much hope, but like, here, here, try if this. I,
0: if I had a choice, I would probably do the EP Vader one, um, because yes, that that seemed you have more control in that one essentially.
1: Yeah, I, I do think that using like a Commander Luke or at least using uh, like, if you are facing a Watt, like you you can do you can do okay with like Jedi Revan plus gas or whatever, like you, you yeah. can make that work. But anyways.
0: Anyways, last one, um, and it was just asked in chat. So we will, our friend Miao Baka asked it. So we will hit this out real quick. Sure. Um, Curious what your thoughts about Cam are, and whether it's worth it to gear some Galactic Republic healer support Jedi to go with him. It seems like most people are just using him with regular Jedi. Being nine shards away, I want to be prepared. Um, I have to leave this one to you because I am four months away.
1: <laughs> Fair. Oh uh, yeah. So. So yeah. Uh- after talking to Gom and a lot of other people actually about it, I actually even just talked to Blade Bach a little bit today because uh, uh, he just got K- Kieti mundi up to Relic 8. Yes. Um, yeah. And so did so did our friend Deranged, like uh, my friend who's in a different guild, I should add, uh, Ross. You guys have probably heard him or heard of him. He's also, he has plans on getting Relic 8 on Kieti mundi soon ish as well um and no one wants to use him oh i mean maybe we want to use him with with galactic republic jedi but there's not a viable team right now for it like don't don't go out and do it like if you're gonna do anything like well yeah you you have to have five galactic republic jedi working together and you're pulling them from all these other teams and you're making all these right. other teams kind of like lopsided and stuff like I, I can't see that as a positive, frankly. like if you like what Gom advised or at least he what he was saying uh, and I just took it as advice was like he he stopped, he stopped caring, he stopped looking at it as a galactic republic Jedi. Uh, you wanna you wanna treat him just as a Jedi who hits hard. and I mean, I think he just said that at one point. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna absolutely all ignore it. so I have. And he's been great. You just have to keep keep your expectations reined in. Like he's not uh, transcendent. Like he's not Jedi Revan. He's he's not he's not Jedi Knight Luke. He's just not. Is he better than like Ezra? Like probably. He hits really damn hard. He does some really crazy stuff, actually. Um, like some really crazy stuff if you get him enough offense. So uh, be excited for him. Get him geared up. He is absolutely worth the gear. Uh, right now as a galactic republic jedi i would just ignore that like maybe put a zeta on him just because it's impossible to ignore plus 30 speed it's crazy and it's fun in territory battles too actually the couple of missions that you get uh, you can absolutely get some work out of him in territory battles but yeah um, right now there's not a team that exists that you should be really focusing on for that Maybe three v three, but I didn't didn't venture for that far.
0: Fair. Uh, all right, that's all of our podcast questions. So, getting towards the end, we do both have alts. You have two of them because you're a masochist. I only have one because I am also a masochist. Um, <laughs> and yes, you should end favorite. I'm a gun die. Uh, so, how'd your? Uh, let's just start with your. Your first alt, your Xerath alt. Uh, How's sure. your alt
1: do this week? So it was a big week. Uh, division one for the first time on that account. So I'm sharing a division between <laughs> my main and my alt. And it's just so stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so different. Like, totally yeah. different lifestyles. Totally different everything. Uh, and yet we're competing. On We're on the same leaderboard. Conceivably, we could, yep. you know conceivably I could beat my alt could get a spot higher than my main account on top 10 and knock my main account out. So it's just nuts. And that, not that I think that's realistic, but um, I, you know, there's this big shift. Once you get to division one, there's no more ceiling of protection. Like in division two, you're only facing people who started uh, in Division like with, with less than 45 or 4.5 million GP. So immediately, uh, you know, in, in division two, you might face some people with like 4.7, but there's like this cap, like an artificial cap. You can't get higher. You can't face someone at, at like 6 million GP, for instance. Once you hit division one anything is fair game as long as you meet the matchup GP criteria. So I was curious how that would go. And as it turns out, I'm low enough matchup GP that my opponents can still be total shite. <laughs> um, and that's what they were this time, but like none of them there's, there's actually one of them that has placed fairly high in uh, Kyber and stuff. I, I don't know. It was never close. They never cleared me. I cleared them very efficiently. Yeah. Um and that was that no galactic legends not yet um I'm, I'm like working strenuously furiously trying to get some counters going for them in 5v5 but uh yeah all three all three were wins you guys can i have the week or the match three up eventually here i think uh, a couple days so um, <laughs> yeah it went well how did your week go solo for your alt for liam
0: It honestly was not my best week. Um, It started out with a really ugly auto deploy. Um, Because, you know, Galactic Legends and auto deploys are always fun. But so it started, it had a team of Ray, General Skywalker, Shock T, JTR, and Fives, uh, which honestly was just disgusting. Uh, there was so much synergy on that stupid team that I ended. I actually ended up not clearing it because so I only had one Galactic Legend on offense. I tried to take Vader against that team. It died. I tried to take Gas against that team. It died. Um, it, it was just ugly. And then the other Galactic Legend was Jedi Master Luke, Jedi Knight Luke, Malik R2, and BB-8. <laughs> so... <laughs> Which also had scarily good synergy on that team. Yeah. That's um, really gross. It's so uh, I, I was able to beat the Jedi Master Luke team. Um, I cleared the bottom. I had nothing to beat the top, so but it was an auto deploy, which means I won. I just didn't get the full, you know, the full clear banners. Um, round two was an ugly match Uh, both of us went super heavy on defense neither of us full cleared he was just able to get to ships while I was not and so I ended up getting a loss there without full clearing so that was extremely depressing um and then I scaled back my defense for round three and I easily one shot everything he had um and then he had a loss, but even if he didn't have a loss, he was more inefficient than I was in round three on my main account. So, I won. I won easily in round three. Thank God, because those first two rounds were just painful. Um, so, that brings us to Prevail Man, uh, <laughs> the magic that is Prevail Man. How did How did Prevail Man do this week?
1: He prevailed. He prevailed all over people. People, someone said that to me the other day. I was like, that's gross. But, but I'm going to um, repeat it. I'm told, It was notable. Yeah. I didn't say, hey, object. I just said it was gross. Uh, uh, that's... Yeah. It's like my wife probably said something similar about me. She's like, it doesn't mean I hate him, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at, look at him. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, it, well, I, I think maybe, maybe my approach for this account, I, I haven't decided yet. I I'm really trying really hard to keep an open mind on it, you know, and be humble about my methodology of you know like growing the account and like starting squads being good, et cetera. Yeah. Like I, I really want to make sure that I'm being open-minded and humble about it. Um, some of the guys I'm facing have been pretty tough. Like I don't have an answer to Jedi Knight Revan yet. Uh, like I think maybe tonight I'll be able to unlock C3PO and then I will. Uh, but like a, a really like I I definitely don't have an answer to Darth Revan right now. And I yeah. think, in general, like I've still beat most of the, the the guys who are who've had those on their accounts. Like I think, I'm still I still have a good chance. I just have to really figure out like, and this is this sounds like the opposite of humility, but like I, I've won I won all three of my matches this time, and I have to wonder how much of that was um, like good planning and good roster building versus just having a lot of skill.
0: <laughs> That's fair.
1: Uh, like, I know that does sound like a bragging. I just, you know, I, I, I'm a good player. And when I'm, you know, when I'm put in a situation where I can be like, okay, I'm going to take Phoenix here against like a, a Dooku lead team. Yeah. Like, you know, my experience, I was like, I know all the tricks for Phoenix. I know how to, I know when to stun. I know, you know, like how to take advantage of stagger, all this stuff. And so I have to wonder if that's the best strategy for a new player or not. So I'm, I'm I'm having questions about that. Uh, overall, I'm pretty happy with my progression, though. I think I think we're doing well. Um, and man, Zeta Sabine, dude, he's so fun, she, or she's so fun with with her Zeta. She's not fun without it. But at, at the lower at the lower level, Division Eight, she. She does some crazy stuff. She really does. Like people, people scoff. They say like, don't take cares or out or don't, don't even use Phoenix cause they suck. But yeah, I, they were the reason I won all three of them this time. Absolutely. So um, I think the highlight though, was someone did have a Jedi Revan team, but they didn't put a Zeta on Jolie and they had all, they had me out geared. They had me every, but their mods were horrible and yeah. I didn't have three PO. I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, but I ended up with 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 my Commander Luke team. It's you know like gear twelve on Han and Commander Luke, uh, you know no Zetas on Chewie, six star gear eleven on him, gear eight four stars on Chupio, and then like random like gear ten R two D two, and they had it was close to gear twelve on all of them. Uh, some of them were eleven, some of them were twelve, and Revan himself was relic five. And it was pretty harrowing, but we got, we got the full clear and then he couldn't clear me at all, barely. So uh, it was good. It was a good, good week.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Um, all right. So that, that leads us into the final, our final home, the home stretch of what have you done to, um, improve your roster this week?
1: Um, So I I light-wailed on on armor. So she's not seven stars yet, but I did buy all of her shards in the shipments, in the weekly shipments. So she's almost six stars. And then, otherwise, I, I had that remarkable RNG, and I would totally admit it if I just wailed out on him, but I didn't. Moff Gideon is now gear 13, just like almost by magic just the game decided it wanted me to have him finished at uh you know seven stars before the week started so and i and i had most of the gear remaining i used a few crystals to buy some gear pieces but um yeah that's it that's all i've done I've, after after using basically all my gear on pilots last week uh I haven't had a whole lot so what about you
0: i um well i got Gas to R eight. That was that was my big focus. Just like I said earlier, farming bayonets for feels like forever. So I got gas to R eight. I got Gideon to twelve. Nice. I I think Gideon. I think I can get Gideon to thirteen before lock. So we should be good for Gideon uh, at G thirteen for this upcoming Grand Arena week. And uh, that's that's really it but i i mean gas to r8 it took up basically a week and a half of farming so um uh, i'm happy i'm happy with I, gas is so good at r8 he hits so hard
1: yeah i really want him at gear eight i it'll I'll have to come or to a decision point soon relicate. oh yeah we,
0: you and i both I said, said gear eight not not gear eight
1: <laughs> um He's okay at gear eight, too.
0: (laughs) He's okay at gear eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, Relicate. He's just just so good. Um, So, and he will likely be on defense all next week for people to deal with an R8 gas.
1: Nice. That's diabolical. I like it. Yes.
0: Uh, All right. So, there we are. That's the podcast. Um, So, why don't I... Run us down how to find us, guys. Um, for those sure. of you that don't know, uh, we both stream our fights on Twitch on Sundays and Wednesdays. Uh, you can find me at Solo Base 15 on Twitch. Zareth is X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. That is Zareth Prevails. We do the podcast here on Monday. We do... Gambit Fight Night on Friday, and get the hype up. This Friday is going to be a very fun Gambit Fight Night. We have uh, the man with the best hair in the game and the Aussie from Down Under joining us for the fight night this week.
1: Heck yeah, we're going to be on their show first, which is going to start at, what, is it 9? Is it 9 p.m.? eastern time or 10 it's,
0: it's 10 eastern 10 eastern
1: yeah so we'll start on their stream and then we'll cut ourselves loose just a little bit before uh it's over and we'll start our stream and then they're going to join us for ours so yes. it should be epic
0: so the gambit fight night is meeting the gridsy session and it is going to be a friday night to remember let's hope our livers survive um, that is what that is what i've been told um so we will see. Uh, but so that's happening Friday night right here on the Gambit podcast Twitch page. Um, you can find us both on YouTube. My YouTube is SoloBase15 and Xerath's is just Zareth. They made it easy for him on YouTube. Nobody stole his name. It's X-A-E-R-A-T-H. Um, you can find our Discord. The link is down below, it's in all the descriptions if you're listening in podcast land. Um, and then uh, finally, the counter sheet that we talked about in the questions with Cubs and Arnold that broadcasted it. You can find the link in the description below for that. It has uh, the full team that was faced, and then the full team we used to fight that team, and the video. So, you can watch the counter as it happens, so you can see how the counter works. It's much more useful than just saying troopers beat Night Sisters. You get to see how troopers beat Night Sisters.
1: Um, oh, and there's, there's big work going, going yes. on around that, too. The, yes. the counter sheet's going to get, we're going to start adding more people, people that I trust, people that you guys trust, but it's going to be uh, significantly larger. In fact, you guys will yes. be a bigger. Bigger, more significant, less temporary Much
0: less temporary. Uh, Big news to come for that, but not ready to announce it yet. So with that said, our podcast is done. Thank you so much to everybody that joined us live. Thank you so much to everybody that's listening to us in your car, at home, while you're working out or while you're playing this game. We really appreciate everybody that has supported this podcast as it's grown.
1: Absolutely yeah. appreciate most of you guys. Yeah.
0: Yes. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Uh, with that said, Zareth, evil does suck. Um, but let me see, since we are on Twitch, our dear friend Dr. Zeppers is currently streaming. Um, he is doing Star Wars Galaxy of Hero things, so I'm going to set up a raid for him while we say our goodbyes.
1: Yeah, guys, so... Uh, more importantly than Solo's delusions about evil sucking is don't, don't be a dick. That's true. guys.
0: Or, or if you are one, not to us, please. Uh, please. That's, <laughs> all right, guys, that is everything. The raid is ready to start. Thank you all for joining us. We will see you on Wednesday night on our main accounts for the start of round two. Have a good one guys. Sure.
1: Later.